Hi, Sci-Fi fans. This is Jesse Rath from Sci-Fi's Defiance, and you're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Hertzog. Good evening. I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. And in case you're wondering where Em is, she's on her way home, um, getting ready to do a little bit of recording. We're going to be recording a little bit for The Empire Strikes Back, an episode we'll be releasing in December, if I recall correctly, with Dayton Ward. But uh, So we're just recording some intros here from some interviews we did at Shore Leave this summer, Shore Leave 37. Uh, we had the pleasure of talking with many, many actors and guests, and we have a few that we want to share with you here. And who are we talking with tonight? Uh, we're going to be giving you our interview with uh, Jesse Rath. Now, Jesse Rath is not a name that is not one of the big buzzwords in sci-fi and not Hollywood. Right but, now, but, but, but he gives, has a good chance of, of being one. Right. And mm-hmm. so tell me, how do people know Jesse Rath? Um, if you were a fan of the show Defiance, uh, then you are... Um, you know his character is playing the son of uh, the Tars. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that very uh, fa- that that family that everyone should emulate. Oh, oh yes, uh, <laughs> family values run strongly in this family. Right, right, <laughs> because nothing like turning on your family and backstabbing them and trying to kill them and putting a press, you know, on your son's hand. Um, yeah, um, dysfunctional family, but uh, they put the fun in dysfunctional. But they are fun and enjoyable to watch, and they're even better to meet in person. They are. And you know what's funny is to see how great their interaction and chemistry was off set. Right. I had the pleasure of seeing them. Three of them were on stage together, and they were a lot of fun. They were. They were. You're going to hear Tony Curran, who played his father, jump into this interview, if I'm correct. Yes, he does crash your interview, but it's okay. He's Tony Curran. He can do that. Yeah, he's allowed. Vincent Van Gogh can do anything when you want to. If Daytectar wants to crash your interview or your party, you, you, you kind of let him. You just let him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of there. So mm-hmm. um, so we had an inter- we, we got a chance to interview him, I guess it was Saturday, I guess, Saturday afternoon, and we had a little bit of time at his table, and we did about a five, ten-minute interview. Yeah, we had a nice conversation with him, and Em was able to get uh, the whole family to put on her uh, Wonder Woman tiara. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, that's <laughs> awesome. So... Um, Anything of note that he's done since Defiance? I mean, Defiance got axed. Is that um, correct? Yeah, sad to say, Defiance is not going to be renewed. And so, although they, they, from what I read, they sort of thought that could be, you know, it, it was a very expensive show to produce, and um, 
I guess we got four seasons, so we 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 should be grateful we got four seasons of it. I'm not as familiar with Jesse Rath's work. I mean, he has some other other things he's done before Defiance, and I think this will probably this could launch other things for him. He was really good in Defiance. He was a regular, and so it was some regular work for him. Right, Mm -hmm. shows the breadth of his acting. So So we're going to share this interview, um, and then um, afterwards, it's just going to be a wrap up. You'll hear some exit music, and uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Congratulations, Benny. You're caller 10, and that means you just won 20 script from Raider Radio. Woohoo! Thanks, Alec. Now, in case you've been under a rock, here's what's been happening around Defiance. Kenya got kidnapped. The bio man grabbed her and dumped her in Miko's underground drug lab. Miko's deal is he scares people and drains their adrenaline, which he uses to make the blue devil drug. Nolan confronted my dad about it. Where is she? Which he didn't like. You lack respect. But my mom managed to smooth things over with Mayor Amanda. You want me to appoint Daytac to the town council? Hey, my dad's on the town council. And he even helped Nolan find the drug lab where Kenya woke up from her nightmare and killed Miko. That reminds me, get killer deals at Knowles. Sell, trade, buy. I hear Amanda and Kenya had a tough childhood during the Pale Wars. Yeah, Amanda took care of Kenya when their mom bailed on them. Who knew? And as a lot of you witnessed, she's still standing up for her. That disgusting slut has no right. I gotta hand it to her. Sounds like she sure can whack a mole. Hey, rumor has it there's a lot more than ghoulinite down in the Macaulay mines. Stay defiant, friends. I know, this is all gold. This is gold. I know, this is good stuff for getting here. Yeah, we're picking up. All right, do you want to do a quick introduction? Yeah, I'll give you a quick introduction. I have some questions, but... um, We'll deviate from it. If, 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 you know, just to get it started. Ladies and gentlemen, we're at Shore Leave 37, and we're hanging out with Mr. Jesse Rath. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's great great to see you. Uh, Can we go back to the beginning? Uh, Can you tell us uh, how you got the role of uh, Alak Tar? Well, I auditioned for it in Los Angeles. It was was a a four-month span... Spent four months of uh, auditioning for it, and uh, I auditioned for it. I put it on tape, sent it to Toronto, and uh, didn't hear back from anything for two months. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm not getting that role. And then I had a call back randomly, and uh, I saw it was down to like four people. And then I saw who were already who were, who were cast as my parents, mm-hmm. Tony and Jamie. You know these like very pale, pasty like. <laughs> British and Scott, Scott, Scottish people, and so I was like, okay, I'm, this is not the role I'm gonna get. And then I just realized they were just gonna paint me white to look like them. So. Yeah. Now that being said, how long does it take them to do your makeup, being that you're not pale skinned? Uh, it more or less takes me the same amount of time as any other, you know, white Cassatin guy. But uh, it takes about two and a half hours every morning. You know, people always ask that, but the more and more I say and I think about it, it's like all day long they're doing, like, touch-ups on the makeup, right? It's like they're literally around you all day long fixing little things, so it just feels like I'm just in makeup all day long. Well, it's pretty crazy. I don't know why they do this, but we were really, they're really committed because they do my hands, and I have, like, this heinous hand burn scar that where my father waffled my hand in like a record press and uh, they do they do the scar every time and I wear a glove I wear a glove my character wears a glove to hide it but they still do the scar underneath the glove just in case it like pokes out at all 
So they do my arms, my hands, my face. But then sometimes, you know, we're in the bathtub and it's like, you know, um, I have to, they have to do my whole body, so it's... So it's constant maintenance. Yeah, yeah, it's those kind of days where they, where they have to do the whole body. It's like you're literally all day getting painted. Yeah. Are they filming it in Vancouver? No, we shoot that in Toronto. Toronto, okay. In Scarborough, Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they built, like, this village. It's, it's it Whoville, look, you know, I call it. It doesn't <laughs> look like traditional Vancouver. Vancouver. I mean, I, there's so many shows. Oh, yeah, no, it does not look like Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. they, they, I think uh, they, it would cost them more money to take down the set okay. than to, uh, to leave it up. Yeah. So, so it's there. It's still there. They, like, they, like shrink wrap it. They, like, <laughs> bubble wrap it, and they shrink wrap it in the winter. So uh, it's still there. So I walk around that place, and, you know, we've done three seasons now, and still I'll, like, find something new when walking through. I'm like, oh, I never noticed there's this before, this building, you know? It's crazy. It's pretty awesome. Steve Gagan is our uh, production designer, and he, he's he got a, a, a weird, crazy mind that imagines all these sets, and he brings them to life. And it's pretty awesome, man. I mean, think about that. I mean, the tent probably everything's be pre-planned as far as how the town looks and oh yeah they do like concept art and uh you know they there's a bunch of different stages you know that they go through but yeah it's you walk through our offices and there's concept art and for for everything for the sets and how this gun works and how the charge blade works and these are the dimensions of the charge like the blade is like this many centimeters long so that we know like all b- bunch of yeah like Crazy, detailed facts. <laughs> it goes without saying that in the past three years of the show, characters have grown. Your characters change and evolve. As an actor, obviously you don't have any say in this, really. But, but at, in the future, where would you like to see your character go? Man, uh, with you know, there's only three episodes left in this new season, right. so without giving anything away, <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> I would like to... Uh, you know, I would like to be on good terms with my parents, <laughs> with the Tar parents. I feel as though if we could finally get to a place where we stop trying to, like, manipulate each other and we work as a family to manipulate others, I feel like that's, like, a goal, so a, a family, family that, goal. A family that manipulates together stays together, Exactly, right? you know, right. like... You get more stuff done. Like, every season, one of us is trying to kill another one of us in the family. Like, in season two, Daytac tried to kill Stama and Alec. In season three, I tried to kill Daytac and Stama. You know, I would just want, like, let's all get along for just, uh, like, one episode, let's say. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, and I think we'd be very, like, a, a strong force, you know? Because right now we're our own worst enemy. Right. Like, <laughs> we just, like, we're, yeah. The, the drama that goes on between our house, like our family members, it's, yeah, we're our own worst enemy. So if we could finally get to a place where we're working together, that'd be great. Now, that, that being said, the chemistry between you as actors, mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit about that? Um, it's, uh, it's great because Tony, Jamie, and I get along famously. Um, actually, in season three, we hardly had any scenes together, which is weird because usually it's I have all my scenes with Tony or all my scenes with Jamie. Season three, it's I've been like with you know Romtok, and I've been someone's prisoner. It seems like every episode, someone kidnaps me. Um, I do escape. Yes. Uh, so you know we 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 joke around a lot. There's not everyone always asks like, oh, what kind of pranks are you guys playing each other? 
we don't really play any pranks. We just like generally haze each other, like making fun of each other 24/7. And uh, yeah, we have a blast. You know, we we have a great time on set. So we all kind of get along with each other. So it's great. We got to see uh, a lot step up and come far. The resistance. With those kind of action scenes, are you doing your own stunts or are you using stunt doubles? Um, I, no, I, I, listen, I I taught him everything he knows about stunts, right? Jesse came on this show and he was like, Dad, Dad, he's asking me to fall off buildings and shit. And I'm like, listen, son, just relax. Listen to your daddy. So pretty much, you know, he, uh, apart from that, he got uh, he got his mother's looks and unfortunately, he, well, fortunately, he doesn't have my accent. Anyway, carry on, son. <laughs> And that was my Tony Kern impression. <laughs> Not bad, huh? I do a really good Tony Kern. I, I, I thought it was him. I know, yeah. That's yeah, good. Well, thank you. That's thank really you. <clears throat> Thanks. Um, yeah, oh, you know what? I, I, like, I did almost all my own stunts for season three. Uh, you know, it's not like I'm, like, doing some crazy martial arts stuff. You know, Alec is... All his fight scenes, and they've been more or less realistic and practical and messy. Uh, I, I, Tony and I did that whole fight ourselves uh, when we fight each other in the in the, the tar house. Um, there's one, th- like oh, even recently um, when BB shoots me, I kind of like get shot and do this gnarly fall. I'm very yeah. proud of that. I did that myself. It was my own fall. <laughs> there is one fall that happens later in the season that I didn't do myself, and when you see it, you're gonna go, oh my god, like. I, there's no way that the insurance can allow me to do that fall right. myself, but um, but yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty proud of myself. I did nice. most of my own stunts this season. So yeah, we definitely, we definitely, I mean, we, he's definitely stepping up as far as uh, like I said, being part of the resistance, and um, now he's a single dad. He's a single dad. He's a widowed father. He's rich, and he's he's pretty good looking. He's quite a catch. I'm a catch in yeah. defiance. Yes. I'm a catch. <laughs> I, see, I got two houses, I think. I right? see some chemistry between, you know, Alak and Arissa. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like a nice thing that I think Kevin Murphy liked to hint at. You know, um, who knows where that would go. Who knows where that would go. There's also Andina. I don't know if you caught that. It seems like the, the servant. The, the hand, this hand, yeah, the servant handmaiden. She's a lovely young lady. She kind of... I don't know. There's another little hint that she kind of might want a little something to do with me. Absolutely. So there's, you know, there's there's women in the mix. Love keep watching. <laughs> now yeah. we're at a sci-fi convention where people are nerding out about Defiance and many other TV shows. What's something that makes you kind of nerd out? Um, oh, uh, yeah, the same exact things. Uh, all the sci-fi, like superhero stuff. I'm, I'm watching like all like the Flash right now and Arrow, so I'm excited that like John Barrowman's here. Like I'm like <laughs> Malcolm Merlin's here, uh, so um, I nerd out about the same exact thing, literally. Um, so, so you grew up science. Fiction. Oh yeah, big time. My mom is a big uh, sci-fi nerd, so I, I was like brought into it at a very young age. We on sci-fi, right? Exactly. That's awesome. Anything? So any of the uh, any of the other sci-fi other than the current stuff that you really are into? Um, like other sci-fi shows yeah. on the network, or just like science fiction in general? Just in general. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I was 
You know what I really like, and I think it's like great science fiction? Black Mirror, have you heard of that? I, no, I haven't It's like uh, this British show that it's like a, a Twilight Zone type show. Like every episode's a different episode, a different cast okay. and people. And they do like really cool kind of sci-fi writing. I, I think it's great. That's, that's one. <laughs> so looking ahead, what's going on in the future we might see you in? Um, I got a couple things in the work right now. It's still kind of too early to say. Uh, I'm doing a web series in the off-season. We're still kind of just waiting to see what happens with the show. What happens with the show will kind of dictate what I do with the rest of my life. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're still kind of waiting with our fingers crossed because... I think we would all love to go back and do more of the show. Uh, we all have a great time in Toronto shooting it, so, so yeah. So no word on the season. Four. No word yet. You know they like to keep us in the dark until the last minute. Right. They did last year. So if there is a season four, when does that? Be, when would you begin? Shooting? Most likely, we would. If there is a season four, we'd most likely start shooting in February and do the same kind of thing, like a, a June, July, a June release. Um, because they got to write it, and it takes right. that long for them to write, start writing it. And also, I feel as though like the network really loved all the winter stuff. It, and it, it's true, the snow looks so great on camera, and it makes it, makes it look really epic. And uh, so, and they don't care that like we're literally freezing right, to death. Right. They don't care what you're because they they're in LA going like, "Wow, this snow stuff really looks great." Yeah, what is that like coconut shades? <laughs> um, no, it's real snow. So, so I think we'd probably do another winter shoot before we went again.